everyone, welcome to the Drowning Fish Podcast, the comedic podcast. Um, sit down, grab yourself a hot dog, and uh, here we fucking go. I believe this is episode 8 or 9, and who fucking knows? I don't fucking know, to be honest with you. Alright, the, the first thing we're going to talk about is... Uh, first thing we're going to talk about is... Uh, Christianity. Alright, so who here knows what God told Moses back in the day? Do you guys know? Nobody knows? Alright, I'm going to tell you. What? Hello? Anybody there? Alright then. Let's get to work. <laughs> God damn it. I've been trying to work on my, uh, my accents. No, but seriously, guys, how is everyone, man? It's been a fucking minute. Um, I know the uh, title of this uh, podcast. Um, it's going to be Jenga. How many of you have played Jenga? Hmm? One, two, three. That's all right. I, uh, I know this is episode nine, guys, and uh, nine is a... To be honest with you, nine is a um, a very special number to me. Eight and nine, those are two uh, two really important numbers to me. Eight's my lucky number, and nine is uh, just a number. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of weird because I know like people have like special hats or uh, special shoes or a shirt or a coffee mug or something. I have two numbers, and it's t- number eight and number nine. And if I'm ever betting, I'm betting with those numbers. Um, so welcome to episode nine, guys. Um, obviously, for the new listeners, this is a comedic podcast. So grab yourself a hot dog. Grab yourself a beer like me. I have a uh, Corona right here sitting in front of me. And I will tell you right now, it is 3.23 a.m. July the 17th. It's going to be good. It's going to be great. But uh, last podcast was really good, guys. And uh, I wanted to make a podcast every week. Obviously, I failed. I had some shit go on. Um, But, God, I'm doing so much better now, man. I am back on my bullshit. Um, So, first things first. Um, guys, let's have a moment of silence for all the lost souls in uh, the Florida condo, condo, condo that fell um, in July 12th. Or was it July 12th? No, it didn't fall July 12th. I wrote this fucking note in on July 12th. And uh, I'm having to redo it again. But uh, anyhow. Dude, a lot of fucking people died, and um, they were saying like over a hundred people. Um, like, I think they found as of Ju- I wrote this note on July twelfth. So as July twelfth, they have lost over ninety humans, um, like pronounced dead for sure, and there were over a hundred and something missing. To be honest with you guys, um, it's not looking good. 
I mean, the second day I would just presume that they are all they're they're all dead. I don't think that anybody would survive a catastrophic collapse like that. Um, unless it's like, you know, the stock market. But the reason why I wanted to name this episode Jenga is because um I had a an idea. You know, it was uh, one of those crazy fucking ideas that I have sometimes. And it was basically, you know, if I were the creator, if I had created this beautiful masterpiece, this beautiful disaster that we live on, it would basically be like, how should I say this? It, should, it would be like a board game, all right? And every now and then, I would play Candyland, I would play chess, I would play Connect Four, and with this condo falling, it, I would play Jenga. So, if you guys have ever played Jenga, it's basically one of the easiest um, game you can play. You can play with a couple of your buddies and what it is is basically a tower and you pull out these blocks. Um, if you don't know what Jenga is, look it up. I'm pretty sure everybody knows, but if you don't, you got on, well, you're living under a rock or something. Um, if I were the creator, I would definitely be playing Jenga, um, with condo, condo buildings, you know, just out of nowhere, this building fell and it, it kind of seems a little, uh, weird to be honest with you. Um, I mean, the, the building is a four. So this is, I did a little bit of research guys, obviously, because I like to know what I'm talking about. I don't just fucking tell jokes to tell jokes. This is a 40 year old building and 40 year old buildings don't just fall. Okay. We have the leaning tower of Pisa that's been around since 1372 and it's still standing and it's fucking leaning. So how in the hell is a 40-year-old building going to fall out of nowhere? All right, and I'll tell, you, I'll tell you exactly what I think and what's going on. Um, obviously, down to the bare-bone truth. And I'll, I'll just get the truth out of the way for you liberals out there. Um, as far as I know, the building was already in decay and collapsing and there was a sinkhole underneath it or something like that. I don't know, but I believe that this is way deeper than that. Um, if you saw the building fall, like half of the building fell and buildings don't just fall like that. You know, if a building falls, the whole thing is going to fall. Um, it's going to take the whole thing with it. Not half of it. Uh, it could have been, could have been some kind of explosion. Could have been, uh, you know, a Clinton job. It is uh, 3.30 now. Well, not 3.30 exactly, but 3.28 a.m. And uh, as the night progresses, I'm going to start having more crazier thoughts than this. But it could have been the Clintons. It could have been, uh, you know, it could have been a journalist that lives in there. And they just needed to hush them up and a building falling is just the easiest way to blame, you know, 
But guys, imagine imagine you live in this building, all right? And it's a nice, cool. Well, I don't know if it was. I don't know the weather exactly, but I know it was a a. It wasn't raining. It wasn't windy or nothing crazy like that. The next thing you know, it's early in the morning. You know, you're you're making breakfast because you know you like to wake up early, and uh, your husband or or wife or whoever, your grandpa, your grandma, they're sitting on the couch and they're they're reading the uh, Sun Centennial, or better yet, the Miami Herald. And next thing you know, you're fucking dead. Or next thing you know, if you're lucky. In the building that's still standing, you get a nice view of the beautiful Miami sunrise. And you get that fresh Florida breeze. Now, I don't know. It's a, it's a obviously, you know, it sucks to hear, man. I, um. Uh, I feel for the people, but at the same time, guys, I, the media, I don't know why, but they always feel like they have some kind of, uh, hope that there's going to be survivors. And I knew from day one that there was no fucking survivors, man. I don't think anyone survived that. Obviously the building that, you know, that was still standing uh, there was survivors in that. But as far as you getting crushed by tons of fucking concrete and debris, you're pretty much dead, bro. I mean, you can be tossed around inside of a vehicle and die. So why, why, what makes you think that getting crushed by debris is not going to kill you or injure you really fucking bad? You know, um, I was reading a lot and According to, you know, NPR and the Washington Post and a couple other, uh, you know, well sought out journalism pieces, uh, there was a lot of Orthodox Jews and South American immigrants that lived in those apartments and, you know, mainly a bunch of minorities. And, you know, just to think about that, I could write like eight jokes, but I'm going to be honest with you guys, it's a little too soon so I'm going to lay off on it for a little bit and, you know, probably in a episode 10 or 11 or 12, we'll circle around and uh, poke a little fun at it. But for now, guys, you know, have a moment of silence for these lost souls, uh, which it does suck because, you know, people died. And if my family would have died in, in some cat- catastrophic like that, I would probably seek revenge you know, with the landlords or the, you know, the company that, uh, owns these apartments. Um, but yeah, back to Jenga, man. If, if I were God, I would be like, yeah, you know, today's a good day to knock down a building. Um, and just, you know, out of nowhere, let's just do it. Jenga. I don't know, man. It's a fucked up, fucked up world we live in. And, uh, there's a lot of, uh, inside, inside, uh, stories that I've been reading about this building falling. And 
it's uh, catastrophic, but at the same time, man, I I tend to laugh at catastrophic events. Um, anything that's catastrophic, I I look back and I'm like, you know what? That's that's super unfortunate, but at the same time, that there's something there. There's some kind of comedic relief if you really think about it. Um, I just hope that the victims' families get their fair share. To be honest, um, but they probably won't. They'll probably get ice called on them or, uh, or, you know, they'll just give them hush money or some shit like that. Because at the end of the day, you know, they're not going to get shit because these apartments were pretty shitty anyway. So it's about time, you know, free real, not free real estate, but, you know, just getting some real estate, easy way to, easy way to knock down a building is to basically blow it up and clear out the land and start building from scratch, especially in Miami. Um, you could just, you could, you know, instead of telling a bunch of people they got to move out in a couple months, why don't you just fucking kill them? But, uh, I don't know, man, that's fucked up. Uh, time to move on to the next joke, man. I, uh, this one's a little weird too. Just another idea that I had. Obviously, haven't put out a podcast in about seven months. Um, again, I do apologize. I was going through some mental um, evaluations, and uh, but I'm back now. I'm, I'm all right. <clears throat> I had an idea. All right, I had a movie idea, and if you guys, well, I'm not even gonna say this. All right, fuck it. I'll say it. It is uh, three thirty-four a.m. Every now and then, I'll just say the the time and. Uh, that way you guys get a, an idea of what time it is. Let me drink this beer real quick. Uh, yes. There's nothing like cold beer, man. Best, uh, best way to listen to this podcast is to have a cold beverage and possibly a hot dog um, with your favorite toppings, possibly mustard, ketchup, um, you know, relish. Anything that, anything that is going to lighten your taste buds, um, because not only do you need to lighten your tongue and coat your tongue with beautiful, um, just you know, wonderful taste of beer or, or even a soda. I don't care what you're drinking, but alcoholic beverage. And something delicious like a hot dog. Um, you know, it's going to light up your taste buds. While listening to this podcast, it's going to light up your brain activity. And you're going to get a lot of stimulation. Your toes are going to start to tingle. Um, you know, your eye, your, your your follicles on your on your head, your hair follicles are going to start to raise up. Like a, you ever get shocked and then the hairs on your arms start to uh, stand up kind of like static. That's what's going to happen to your head. Um, your eyes are going to get dilated and you're just going to you're going to have a blast and you're going to be extremely stimulated. Um, anyhow, back to the uh, movie idea that I had, guys. So I was thinking about. I was thinking about doing a remake on a movie that is 30 years old. And there's a lot of remakes that go go around, you know. I'm a huge believer in, uh, what's it, 
damn it, I fucking forgot, dude. I should have wrote this down. How does it go? Uh, good artist copy, great artist steal. I'm a huge believer in that. Um, you obviously have to steal an idea and turn it into your fucking idea. But good artists, you know, the mediocre ones, they just copy and paste, copy and paste. Just like you did on your high school essay, copy and paste from Wikipedia. Come on, we all fucking did it. Why don't you just steal the idea and turn it into your fucking idea? Anyhow, all right, this 30-year-old movie that came out in 1990 starring Johnny Depp. We all know it, Edward Scissorhands. And it would be a parody, and it wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't be a very long film. And the reason is, is because it's obviously a parody, and it's the main character is not somebody that wants to stick around for this parody. Because one, they're going to be, well, it might not go too terribly for the main character, but I think that in the long run, it'll be a hit, okay? So, and I'll tell you why it'll be a hit. So, of course, the parody to Edward Scissorhands is going to be a comedic uh, fantasy. All right. That'll be the genre. And the main character would be Louis C.K. And he would play Edward in this parody. And, of course, if you knew, if you know who uh, Louis C.K. is, he, you know, he is a comedian. He is a great comedian. Um, was a great comedian. I don't know if he's done any comedy. I'm really not the biggest fan. I just know that, you know, a lot of people's made fun of him for uh, publicly masturbating in front of people without, you know, asking for their consent if he can publicly masturbate. Um, anyways, yeah, Louis loves to publicly masturbate. Um, so in this film, you know, he would have scissor hands and obviously it's a parody so this is how he comes back okay louis ck if you're listening if you know louis ck if you fucking hear this and you know who louis ck is you fucking send this clip to him and you tell him i have an idea that will fucking re revamp his goddamn comedy career. Are you ready? All right. So we do this parody that Louis loves to masturbate, but you know what? He can't because he has fucking scissor hands. And uh, instead of, you know, obviously it's not Louis and now it's Edward. So instead of Edward falling in love, he would frust you know, he would, he would be frustrated all the time because he wants to masturbate. And, uh, of course he cannot because he would chop his dick off and, uh, he would cause a lot of damage to his, uh, his penis. All right. He would, he would cause some damage and the whole film is basically him trying to innovate new ways to bust a nut. And, uh, because, all right, in the 1990s movie, not, not 1990s movie, it is a 1990 movie um the only reason edward scissorhands uh you know it's really hard to say this because johnny Depp 
And uh, I'm going to fucking say it anyways. The real reason why this guy falls in love in the 1990 classical movie is because he can't fucking, you know, masturbate. He can't. It's literally impossible. All right. So he has to fall in love with somebody. That way they can perform on him. And uh, basically, you need another human to bust a nut if you're Edward Scissorhands. But in the parody of Louis C.K., you know, in real life, he looks like Shrek. So there's no way in hell he will ever find love in this parody. Um, So he has to find a way to bust a nut with his fucking sword hands. And as I direct this movie, you know, it'll be, you know... Louis C.K. Edward trying to innovate new ways to touch himself, to make himself come. And, guys, this is the kicker right here. It's a $10 million budget. It's half the budget of a 31-year-old movie. And in today's economy, guys, that's a fucking bargain. You know, instead of a fantasy romance film like 1990... We will get a fantasy comedy parody and Louis C.K. will have his fucking hit in the comedy that everyone will love because who doesn't love parodies? All right. Everyone will love Louis C.K. We will sell like it's fucking hotcakes. We will sell like it's the 80s crack epidemic. Comedians will no longer be canceled. We will be loved by all and political correctness will come to a screeching halt. Think about it, guys. All right. The guy that is or was canceled for publicly masturbating comes out and he says, yes, I publicly masturbated in front of everyone. So what? Sue me. And here comes Hollywood. Director Eric Carrera staring Louis C.K. in a brand new parody, Edward Scissorhands, in a comedic relief that this country needs. And it's Louis C.K. trying to find new ways to bust a nut. Can you guys believe that, guys? Please, please, dear God, if you like that idea, clip this, send it to Louis C.K., Send it to his fucking friends. Send it to his manager. I don't care. $10 million budget is all I need. I will literally film it in my living room. That's how much money we need. All right, $10 million. Uh, Louis C.K., obviously, you're trying to get your career back, so you're only getting about $100,000. Sorry, man, you're already rich. I got to, you know, I got to hire people um, that are a little bit more, Um, how should I say this? professional than you uh anyways louis ck this is how you come back bro hit me up you'll be all right (laughs) i had another idea but i'm not gonna say it um it's just too soon too soon too soon so i'm just gonna keep scrolling um dude i had an idea on my phone while i'm searching for this idea guys Um, I obviously ask you guys, what are you doing as you listen to this podcast? Send me a DM, uh, message me on uh, AOL Messenger, 
shoot me a fax, um, text me, call me after 9 p.m. You know, do your thing. Let me know. But uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, man. What? Dude. All right. So a couple things. I watched the uh, McGregor fight in Dustin Poirier. And guys, I am a huge Conor McGregor fan. Um, but after that fight, I think that, you know, I am done betting money on any kind of sporting events every time. All right. And I'll say this with extreme confidence because I am not scared to tell you my losses. I lose more than I win and I, and I, and I fucking learn from these losses. All right, guys. So I'll tell you exactly what's happened. Um, Conor McGregor broke his fucking leg in less than five minutes and I have never in my life lost big money in five minutes. All right. If I were, if I were, I'm not going to say that, uh, let's just say it's about, it's about three days, maybe four days worth of work to make this money that I lost. So just depends what kind of work we're doing in today's economy, you know, uh, seven twenty-five. it's about three weeks, but if in my world, it's about four, four days. Um, I'm not, I'm done betting, man. I'm not betting ever again. Uh, it's not like a, like a huge amount of money guys, but it's a, it's quite a bit. Um, I had to sell my house, I had to sell my dog. Um, the only thing I kept was my computer desk and mics. That's the only thing I really need. I've been sleeping on the floor. Uh, I haven't had socks for three days. I haven't had a hot meal in a week. Um, the only things I have, you know, my dad's computer, uh, mixer mics and this fucking beer that I found under the couch. Yeah. So I enjoy a good, uh, a good bet. You know, if I'm going to bet, I'm going to bet small money. I'm going to bet like, I don't know, 10, 20 bucks, but I'm done betting, uh, big money, dude. That was one. I was on the point of getting drunk. So one, you should never bet while you're drinking because you should never bet somebody when you're with your friends and when you're drinking, because one, you get fucking cocky and you're like, yeah, you know what? I can, I can do this. I can afford this. I can afford this loss. But if you win, you win big. It's a 50, 50 chance. But then again, I have terrible luck and I always fucking lose, bro. If you want to win money, bet against me. All right. If we're, if we're talking about sports, because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. All right. I don't know what the fuck. Your wife is in my DMS. Conor McGregor is a fucking savage dude. And, uh, that's why I bet on him, but he broke his leg and it sucks. So now I am betting everyone that is listening to this podcast, each $500, the Suns will win it all. And I am not afraid to lose. Let's get it. I'm kidding. I'm not betting anyone, nothing. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for the Suns, uh, Phoenix Suns to win. I'm a huge Devin Booker fan, not a huge Devin Booker fan, but I've been rooting for Devin Booker for a really long time. Um, he just seems like he is next up. He seems like someone 
who doesn't like to flaunt his shit, but at the same time, you know, he has his shit on lock. So that's why I enjoy, I enjoy good players. Um, I enjoy players like, I enjoy underdogs. I enjoyed Jeremy Lin. I know it's crazy to say Jeremy Lin, (laughs) Jeremy Lin, um, obviously the good God, great legend, Derek Rose. I'm a huge fan of Derek Rose. Um, just underdogs in general. When obviously when he came to the Chicago Bulls, you know he was a fucking freak monster. Then he got injured, and then when you injure yourself, it's fucked. You know you're not the same mentally. You're not the same physically. You got to come up. You got to come back from those uh, losses and just you know crush it. But enough enough sports talks. I know that uh, a couple of you enjoy when I talk about sports. Okay, okay. Okay, one more, one more. Aaron Rodgers playing golf with Tom Brady. Dude, Aaron Rodgers, what the fuck are you doing, dude? All right, I I see that you're good at golf and you won your tournament, but can you please go back to the fucking Green Bay Packers so we can try to get us a new ring? Please, man, before you retire or fucking go to a new team, Minnesota Vikings or some bullshit team that you're going to land on or you're going to just wash out because I know that's going to happen because nobody sold you just haven't sold your soul like Tom Brady sold his soul okay and I'll admit guys Tom Brady is the fucking goat he is the best I didn't want to admit it for the longest time but after jumping from the Patriots to Tampa I have no problem admitting that he is the best quarterback of all time probably the best athlete of all time. Um, He is just an alpha beast. But for my sake and for my mental health, Aaron Rodgers, please go back to Green Bay, start working out, and just show out, dude. Don't leave. All right? I I just think it's funny because I know he's missed. He's missed. Uh, some practices and he's out here playing golf with Tom Brady, you know, on live TV for fucking five, six hours. And uh, I actually been, I was actually doing some research on, uh, again, Adam Sheffer, Schefter, um, Sheffer or Schefter, Schefter. Yeah. Um, Anyways, you you the fuck you you know who I'm talking about. He's a uh, reporter, like a sports reporter, and like 99.7 of the things he says is true. So, um, he reported that Aaron Rodgers was going through some mental stuff, and uh, I get it, dude. We all fucking do. But you're a millionaire, and you got shit to figure out. I get it. You're going through midlife crisis because you're almost 40 years years old, and you're playing uh football, and you're deteriorating, and you don't know what the next step is. But you got to remember, dude, you're a fucking millionaire. You'll be okay no matter what you do. All right? You got a safety net. A lot of these fans, like myself, you know, we don't, we're not millionaires yet. So, dude, get back to fucking work. Come on, dude. Jesus fucking Christ. All right? I'm, I'm the number one supporter for mental health. I believe in it 100%. But, dude, we all fucking got problems, all right? 
All right. Okay. One more. Okay. One. I swear this is the last one because this is recent. And I just remembered speaking about mental health. Richard Sherman. Um, I'm sorry, guys. It's almost 4 a.m. And I'm over. I have a whole fucking list that I want to talk about. Um, one's really fucking funny. One is really hilarious. But what? All right. This is the last sports subject that I'm going to touch touch on all right i'm gonna be dead ass i'm gonna be honest with you um the last one i promise so thank you guys for listening right now we're going 32 minutes um let me get a sip of this beer because i'm running dry Uh, yeah just when it you know just runs down your throat extremely soothing um I don't fucking feel tired. I actually feel great. Anyhow, uh, Richard Sherman, man. Um, I never in my life thought that he would get into criminal trouble, but he obviously did. He's facing some serious shit and it's not like he murdered somebody, but I think he's, uh, like, I think it's public intox, uh, domestic violence or domestic, uh, threatening or some shit like that. This is just off the top of my head. What I've read, um, resisting arrest and shit like that. But, you know, we, we all go through mental health shit, man. And the, the last thing that you need to do is get drunk and go beat the shit out of your wife or something like that. Especially if you're in the fucking spotlight like you're a football player or something like that dude just i don't know go play some video games or something bro um i know that i like to make fun and poke shit at uh people you know that are rich but i won't i don't know what they go through obviously because i'm not them and i don't know what problems they have because they're rich but i'm sure rich rich people got problems too you know i'm sure um I just want to keep uh, Richard Sherman in mind because he's a he's a good guy from what I can tell, and he's a great football player too. And it seems that he just had a bad fucking day, bad night, and uh, who knows? I might get drunk one day and beat the shit out of my wife. That's a joke. I would never do that. Maybe just depends, you know, what kind of day she got me on. Um. Dude, all right, so speaking of uh, getting out of jail or, you know, going into jail, um, my boy Bill Cosby, he is out of jail. Yeah, there was uh, supposedly a lack of evidence and uh, the man is so fucking old. You know, if he fell, he would he would hit his soft spot on his head. And. uh I was sitting thinking about Bill Cosby and, you know, how big of a of a name he is, how big of an icon he was to a lot of, uh, well, literally everyone, you know, a lot of people looked up to Bill Cosby and uh, when these accusations came out, you know, they, they wanted to meet to him. I don't know, obviously, um, I haven't read, it kind of contradicts what I said at the beginning because I said, Everything that I try to speak of 
I fucking researched, but I haven't really researched the Bill Cosby um, allegations because it's one of those things like, it's one of those things like, like 9-11, you know, you can fucking dig and dig and dig and dig, but someone is going to cover something up. Someone is going to try to cover it up. All right. 9-11, we all know, we all know it was an inside job. All right. But no matter how much we dig, no matter how long time fucking pass, we'll never know the full truth. All right. Dick Cheney did it. Oh, God. Hillary Clinton's here. Anyways, um, I was thinking about Bill Cosby and, uh, you know, I, I bet all the prisoners let him cut in line and let him go first, you know at the lunch, you know, at the, at the chow, at the chow center, um, or the showers, you know, all I know is that if I was in prison with Bill, with Bill Cosby, I would, uh, I would go up to him, chop it up with him and try to get some new ideas for the podcast. <laughs> and I know what you're thinking, man. I think, I think you're thinking, uh, Eric, you're in prison with a podcast, you know, I have seen prisoners with fucking TikTok accounts inside prison. What makes you think I can't run a successful podcast from inside a jail cell? All right, guys, I've actually thought about this. If I went to jail, I would get myself a little, uh, one of those little fucking mics. I forgot what they're called, but they're tiny, right? It's like basically a recorder and I would record into it and I would upload it via MP3 on the RSS and I would just become a fucking genius prison. Um, GQ would come to give me, uh, you know, I would take pictures in a suit and my jumpsuit for GQ and they would interview me and it, I would just be massive. All right. Um, and I've thought about this. I would, I would actually get really great sound because the smaller the room, the less sound vibrations you get. So obviously cells are super small and there would be, hold on. I think I just got a notification on my phone. Um, there would be no noise bouncing off the walls because one, this, the room's small Two, I would use my bed plus my cellmates bed as noise cancellation, I would build like a little fort and, uh, I would just win big guys. I would, I would pick Bill Cosby's brain and he would probably, you know, he would, it's like you scratch my back. I scratch your back. Um, you know, if, if he let me get some ideas off of him, I could probably let him rape me. No, you don't like that joke. Okay. We'll move to the next one. Um, what? Yeah, I was thinking when I was writing that joke, I was like, man, you really shouldn't joke about rape or you shouldn't joke about suicide or, or anything like that. But I'm going to be honest with you, man. I, I told you at the beginning that this was a comedy podcast and it's kind of like going to a uh, comedy show for free because you're listening to me for free. All right, these are my ideas, my my fucking jokes that I wrote down. 
All right. Some of, some of these. Yes. I was, uh, under the influence of, you know, a little bit of alcohol as I wrote them. But right now when I'm sober is the best time to tell them because everything comes alight. All right. It's 4.01 AM guys. Um, still storytelling. I'm still telling you guys jokes. Um, I want to tell you guys a funny fucking story. Let me get a little comfortable. Um, as I tell you this story, because I'm kind of perched up like a fucking bird on this mic. So let me, uh, let me make myself a little comfortable real quick. All right. All right, guys. Um, I'm going to tell you, God damn. Sounds like shit. I'm sorry. I'm moving my mic around. <clears throat> All right. I'm going to tell you the story about the first time I went to a black barber and, uh, for his sake and for everyone's sake, I will not say his name, um, due to witness protection program, but, uh, he was definitely super sketchy. All right. It wasn't even him. It wasn't that he was sketchy. It's just a place that he was operating his business out of was super sketchy. All right. So I'm in high school, right? And for the longest time ever, I've always gotten my hair cut at like the Walmart salon or fucking some mom and pop shop in town or fucking sports clips, some bullshit, random fucking white collar, square ass haircut. All right. Always growing up. As a matter of fact, when I was in elementary in third, fourth, fifth grade, nah, not fifth grade, probably just third and fourth, um, I would always ask for a flat top. I always got a flat top. All right. So I remember I was in high school and my work buddy and I, we went there, you know, he told me about it because he would get, he would get chopped up and he would always be fresh and he'd have a, you know, a decent fade. Now that I look back at it, it was a decent fade. But back then I was like, fuck me, dude. That shit, that shit looks way better than sports clips. I asked him how much they charge and he was like 10, 15 bucks, man. You know, I was like, fuck, dude, sports clips is charging me $20 just for a fucking haircut, you know? And he was like, yeah, you know, let me introduce you to my barber. And I was like, all right, cool. So one day we pull up. We pull up. To a fucking shack with no windows, just a front door. And on this front door, there's like, you know, those, those, uh, all right. So there's obviously the door, but in front of it, it's like a screen door, but it's not a screen door. It's one of those metal fucking doors that you can like put a lock on and there's no way that you'll ever get inside this building. It was one of those. So we knock and he fucking opens the door. It's like 5 p.m. No windows, just a front door. Anyhow, we walk in and this motherfucker has a bed, a studio, and a fucking barbershop. All in a fuck in the same room. This room's like 10 by 10. All right. This dude has like a little fucking shop set up. He's selling fake Jordans and Nikes and I remember he tried to sell me some fake Jordans and the jo like the Jordan logo wasn't even a Jordan logo. It looked like a stick figure. It looked like somebody was trying to 
play hangman on the shoe and anyhow i wasn't having it i wasn't about to buy some fake fucking shoes i came there for a haircut and that was it anyhow like i said it was a small room guys it looks so sketchy dude it it kind of reminded me like a grand theft auto scene where you walk in and you're like dude today's a day i die for sure i thought i was gonna die all right but my buddy was with me and i was like you know what i'm gonna stick around i didn't even drive to you know we took the same car like we took his truck so i didn't have a fucking choice This guy didn't have any fucking... He had one chair. All right. He had, uh, obviously, his barber chair. And then he had just a regular chair. One of those fucking folding chairs you find at, a, like, a you know, an outdoor event. You know, those metal, uncomfortable chairs you can... Like a WWE-type chair that you can fucking hit somebody with. One of those chairs. And my buddy sat down on it. And... My barber was, or the barber was like, hey, dude, have a seat on my bed. And I was like, uh, dude, I literally stood there and looked at his bed. <laughs> so fucking rude, bro. I stood there and looked at his bed and I was like, nah, man, I, I'm cool. I'm cool. It was the most uncomfortable situation I had been in my whole entire life. All right, man. And I'm Mexican, dude. I, all right. Where the, where, Mexicans, bro, we do some ghetto shit all the time. But this wasn't ghetto, bro. This is like, this is down bad. This is like the second level of rock bottom. You know, there's rock bottom and then there's the barber shop in high school rock bottom. All right. And this is what, this is what second level rock bottom would look like. Anyhow, I passed on sitting on his grimy ass bed and I stood there and like I said, we got there around 5 p.m. And I shit you not, I swear on everything that I love, we didn't leave till like 10, 11 p.m. All right. It took him two hours per cut because people would just come in, try to barter him with a fucking haircut. I remember I remember this one time, man, this dude came in with some fucking bustard, bustard, some busted ass subwoofers and they tried to trade him for a haircut. I have never in my life witnessed some shit like that. All right. Just imagine you're running a business, guys. And instead of, you know, taking money, you take you, you barter some clothes, some food, some subwoofers, some speakers, a stereo, whatever you can get your hands on, a lawnmower that you stole, anything. How do you fucking put that on your tax on your tax income, bro? Your W two. How do you do that? How do you barter? Anyways, just an idea, you know. Whatever, guys. Two hours per cut is just over excessive. All right, forty five. A, a good cut, a really good cut from a barber with him taking good care of you should last forty five minutes an hour pushing it an hour is pushing it all right because i have a good barber now and i know what it takes and i've been to good barbers and i know what it takes but guys i have never in my life witnessed any shit like that ever in my whole entirety of my entire t 
teenage life. All right. This was a culture shock for me. All right. It was like Brazil favelas type shit, dude. No joke. I'm not kidding with you guys, man. I felt like there was fleas and bed bugs crawling on me. I'm pretty sure this guy had bed bugs in his fucking shack. All right. This dude is running a fucking studio, a fucking barbershop. He sleeps literally two, three feet away from his chair, his cutting chair, and he sells merch out of the fucking shop, and he sells bootleg DVDs, bro. What kind of shit is that? All right? What the fuck? (laughs) All right, anyhow, enough bashing the man, all right, because the cut at the time was cool, bro. I'm not going to lie. It was fresh at the time. Anyhow. It was my time to get a haircut, and this dude would go back to the little bathroom area that he had and fill up his sippy cup full of Keystone Light, the cheapest beer that a man could possibly buy. You know you're down bad when you're getting Keystone Light, bro. You know you don't give a fuck about nothing when you're drinking Keystone Light. When you're drinking Keystone Light, dude, you don't give a damn about life. You don't care if your lights are on. That's why they call it Keystone Light, because your lights are not on if you're drinking this shit, son. Your electricity is off. They cut that shit off. All right? You're running off a fucking generator, and your fucking gas is running low. And your clippers are are fucking battery-operated. Anyhow, the fucking guy was drinking piss water. And like I said, man, I've never witnessed some shit like this ever and. Guys, I don't, I really don't know, I don't know how to fucking tell you this, man. I wanted to contact somebody. You know, this is like, if a Karen would have walked in, she would have, she would have like called the Better Business Bureau and fucking reported him because there was some sketch, some sketchy ass shit going on, dude. No joke. Now that I look back at it, you know, I'll, I'll never go back. I don't care how bad you know i'd rather get my hair cut by a fucking weed whacker um you know performed by a blind man in the street all right but anyways guys back to the story because i will get off topic you guys know me um i remember you know he kept he kept pausing my haircut because he would he would show us a video of of himself like 20 years ago of him rapping or some shit like that and i remember also he had like he had like four or five little those tiny little black tvs uh the tiny tvs we had back in the day you know i know we all those 90s kids we all had these tvs the black ones you know you could like pick up and take somewhere in your room and put the antenna up and you could probably get a channel if you're lucky Anyways, he had those rigged up to some outdoor cameras. And I mean, he kind of had to because he didn't have any fucking windows in this motherfucker. All right. He had like those four or five tiny TVs were basically little windows because he had cameras everywhere. He had like three or four cameras. And I remember they were in black and white. And he would look at them every once in a while. Like somebody would pull up. I shit you not, dude. Somebody would pull up every 20 minutes and be like, who's that? And he'd cut them off and he'd look and they'd knock and then he'd be like, oh, no, I ain't answering that. I ain't answering that. 
I'm like, dude, what the fuck, man? I'm going to get shot. I'm going to get shot right here with half a haircut. And I'm going to look silly as hell in a casket, bro. Anyhow, two hours, three hours later goes on. I paid him to $15 and, you know, we left. And at the time, guys, I was in high school, $15, you know, I, I it was a little high. All right. But at the same time, it wasn't those sports clips, $20 getting chopped up by a white woman. Never again. I told myself I'll never in my whole entire life go back to fucking sports clips. I don't care. Even to this day, I'd rather go back to the shack to get a fucking haircut than go back to sports clips where I know I'm not going to get shot. All right. I'm just being honest with you guys. Anyhow. After that cut, you know, I got home and I was looking at it and I was like, man, this cut is fresh. No fucking joke. I introduced my homie David and we went there for like a year, maybe a little longer than a year. And then we found another barber. You know, right now he's my current barber and, you know, we, we, he's cool. He does good, good haircuts, reasonable price, takes care of me, gets me in when I can or when I need to, gets me out in a reasonable time. I'm not going to get shot. It's professional. He has AC. He has fucking waiting areas. Is as professional as it's going to get. All right. Professional as it's going to get. And he has TVs with real fucking satellite. All right. Not some fucking cameras where you can see if your ops are about to pull up or not, bro. All right. But long story short, guys, I am, uh, you know, I'm grateful for that opportunity because I got to meet somebody that was an odd character. But at the same time, a lot of funny stories. <laughs> There's so many fucking stories, dude, that I was told in that barbershop after a year. All right, guys, if if you don't have, I believe that every man should have a personal connection with their barber. Um, and you don't have to. You can go in, get your hair cut, stay quiet the whole fucking time and leave. But barbers, guys, for men, I think that it's a little different. I think that you should invest in knowing your barber, know, you know, who are they, wh- what are they like, who's their favorite sports team. Um, just little things like that, because it means the world when you come in and they're talking and you're talking and you're chopping it up or they're talking to, you know, the people in the waiting area and you're listening little shit like that. I think that that's really important. Not sitting there showing me your fucking 20 minute rap video that you made 20 years ago, dude. All right. I don't care about your fake stick figure Jordans. I don't care about your fucking I don't care about your subwoofers that you got, bro, for a haircut. All right? I don't. But I remember, man, uh, one time the barber that I have now, um, he went on vacation or some shit, and I really needed a haircut. Like, I really needed a haircut bad. So I went to Sports Clips and... Hold on. I got to get some liquid in me because we're we're pushing an hour. It's uh, 4.16 a.m. And I can tell that you're, you know, on the edge of your seat. 
I appreciate it. Thank you. Anyhow, let me drink a little bit of this beer and then we'll get back to back to the story. And it ain't no Keystone Light, baby. It's that Corona Extra. Anyways. Where was I? Oh, yes. Sports clips. Um, You see, I'm getting a little bit more professional with this shit, guys. I don't I'm trying not to get off topic. Um, Dude, I went to sports clips and they fucked me so good. I remember asking this lady and I remember what she looked like, right? She looked like she looked like she just gotten out of fucking uh, beauty school. And I asked her, I was like, hey, do you know how to fade and line me up? And a dumb blonde bitch said yes. And I couldn't believe my goddamn, (laughs) I could not believe my goddamn eyes when I saw my head. It looked like she cut me with a fucking etch-a-sketch with her eyes closed, bro. No joke, bro. It was so bad. I might as well, dude, I wanted to shave my head bald, like no joke. I wanted to shave my head bald so bad. I was embarrassed, dude, and then I didn't want to say anything. Honestly, I didn't want to say shit because, one, I was a teenager and I didn't know what to say. It's not like, oh, you fucked my hair up. You know, what What kind of kid would I look like if I was like, oh, you fucked my head up? You know, what? It, I mean, it was done anyways. Like, what, what, could, it, what could be done? Anyways, I paid... And guess what? I swear to God, I swear on everything that I love. She fucking looked at the cash register when I paid. It was like 20 something dollars because I think I got like uh, some jail or something. It was like six dollars. But the cut was like they had a sale and I got a coupon or whatever. Fucking corporate bullshit that they always pull. You get a fucking like five dollars off if you buy a jail. Anyways, you end up getting fucked at the end of the day. It doesn't matter. And I swear to God, guys, she said, what about a tip? I wanted to punch her so fucking hard. All right. I wanted to fucking grab her head, grab some clippers and do what she did to me. Just close my eyes and go at it. But never again, man. I'll, I'll never again go to sports clips um, or any kind of, you know, mom and pop shop. All right, I'm going to tell you right now, if you're not Latino or if you're not black, you're not touching my fucking head, all right? If you don't know how to fucking fade and you don't know how to line up, I don't want to talk to you, bro. I really don't. Don't waste my fucking time. Just tell me you don't know. Tell me that you do fucking Bob the Builder ass haircuts. Tell me that you do blue collar fucking haircuts. Tell me that you do square ass haircuts and we'll be all right. I'll get out of the way. You can continue doing your square ass Joe fucking haircuts and we can fucking have a good day. All right. I'll tell you, thank you for telling me the truth and I'll continue, you know, to look for a real barber. I'll just never, I think that it's really, I think it's important that you find yourself a really good barber. Um, that's going to take care of you. You know, a good barber will fucking tell you what's up. A good barber would be like, hey, man, you know you got nose hairs? 
um, you know, you got a like a pimple back here, bro, or you got something, you got something going on, man. You know, they'll pull you to the side. They'll be like, "Hey, man, try this shit right here. This shit's cool." They'll take care of you, man. They're not gonna let you walk out looking like fucking. You just got hit by a bus. All right. <laughs> They're not going to fucking let you walk out and ask for a tip like you got hit by a bus. Um, It's just not going to happen, dude. I'm not. The value of barbers is through the my value for barbers, real barbers is through the roof. And that's why I pay my barber good money to take care of me because I know what it's like to get a fucking gee ass haircut and look like dog shit. And still get fucked. You know? And you know what I did? You know what I did to that sports clips lady? I gave her a fucking tip. I wish I could... Nah, I'm not going to say I wish I'd go back and not give her a tip. She's probably going to do it. But... If I could go back, I'd be like, bro. Look at me. Look at my head. I look like Bobby Hill, bro. What the fuck do you mean you want a tip? Hell no, son. All right. That was a a pretty good story, I think. Um, I have a couple more notes that I want to tell here, but it's been a little warm here lately, and I live in Arkansas, and it's humid, it's rough, it's hot for no fucking reason. And people drive like they have no sense. Mosquitoes are like 6'4", NBA ready. You know, they'll bite you for no reason. And uh, it's tough, man. It's it's not it's not a dry heat. It's it's a bad heat. And it's a heat that lives you that leaves you sticky. Um, and if you're not ready for it, it'll it'll probably kill you. So. If you if you're living out there, guys, you know, stay cool, stay hydrated. Um, let me know what you guys think about. I'm gonna wrap it up because it's an hour, and it's almost 4:30 a.m. and I gotta go to sleep because you know I'm a human, and that's what humans do. Um, but I want you guys to tell me, obviously, uh, what are you doing when you're listening to this podcast? Did you think that this podcast was funny? If not, let me know. I'll quit right now. This will be my last episode. I'm kidding. I'm not going to quit. I appreciate you guys sticking through it. I appreciate you guys uh, listening to this podcast. Uh, Obviously, it was a couple of cool ideas. I don't know how you guys feel about the Jenga piece or the Edward Scissorhands piece or the barber idea. Um, But I just want to let you guys know that last couple months, it was a little rough. Or not months, but weeks. It was a little rough. But now... I had put that shit to the side. I was like, you know what? The only way through is the only way out is through and, uh, can't put your fucking, you can't be in the slum in the slump for the rest of your fucking life. Do you got to fucking wake up, put your fucking, Oh, that's what I was going to fucking say. I remember what the fuck I was going to say. I'm so sorry. I'm going to fucking say it because it's so funny, dude. All right. Um, It was so fucking good, dude. I'm so, I need to get some sleep too. All right, fucking, I'm gonna say it. Comedy. 
All right. One last piece. One last piece, guys. One last piece. I promise. All right. And I'm done. All right. So in today's economy, guys, and, you know, with everything, inflation and uh, prices skyrocketing, lumber, gas, coal, whatever, milk, bread, whatever it is, guys, food. I know that uh, a lot of stuff is on the rise, guys. And I want to, you know, I just want to make sure you guys are well well aware of what's going on and in today's economy everything's really expensive and let's be honest guys it's nobody's fault but joe biden's you know if you want to buy a house good fucking luck not in biden's market you want to buy a brand new truck no way dude not in biden's market you know i was looking at i was looking at a truck you know i was looking at a uh not it was actually maybe a year ago. I was looking about at buying a Ram Rebel, you know, the new ones, a 2020, 2021. And they were like $55,000 and $60,000. And I was like, dude, I was like, no fucking way. I was like, this is a beautiful truck, bro. But shit is getting so out of pocket. No fucking way, bro. All right. Trucks back in the day, you know, brand new, like $24,000, $30,000, But now they're putting all sorts of shit in these trucks, man. All I want is a fucking brand new truck. No fucking way. Not in Biden's America. You want a truck? You might as well go fucking kill yourself, all right? Because you're not going to get it. Unless, you know, you're a drug dealer or something. You want gas? You want groceries? Yeah, good luck. Not in Biden's economy. But, you know, no excuses. I uh, I remember what my dad used to tell me. You know, he used to tell me, uh, you got to pull yourself up from your bootstraps and get to work. But, in Biden's economy, I can't even afford boots. Alright, that was it. That was a joke. Um, Yeah, guys, let me know what you guys think about... Uh, what are you... F- be honest because I need all honesty here. I'm honest with you guys. I need I need honesty. Um, what do you guys think about those fuzzy steering wheel covers? You know the ones that the ones that look like uh, damn it, like shaggy carpet, but it's not. It's like uh, you know the fuzzy steering wheel covers. I'm sure you guys have seen them with the long strands. I seen one the other day and I was like, dude, are you serious? What the fuck? Why? One, it looks stupid. Two, it's fucking disgusting. Three, what the fuck? Anyways, let me know what you guys think about uh, fuzzy steering wheels. Let me guys, uh, you guys, let me know what you guys think about this moon wobble, wobble shit going on. Uh, it's causing all kinds of catastrophes. Um, have uh, your buddies at Germany in your prayers. Obviously, there's a lot of people that's died over this uh, massive, massive flood that they've had. Um, the moon wobble is causing it. That is the. Uh, that's the uh, conspiracy. But guys, I appreciate you guys stand, uh, tuning in to episode nine Jenga. Um Again, guys, like this, share it. Let me guys, let me know what you guys think. Um, I gotta go get some sleep, or I'm gonna have some kind of a heart attack in my forties. 
I appreciate you guys. Have a good night, good morning, good day, and uh, thank you. Peace.